You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. just ate buffalo wings, put my contacts in, and my eyes are on fucking fire. Yes, I washed my hands. I took it out. I rinsed it. I did it again. It feels worse. It feels worse. Okay. We're just going to blink. Maybe I'll make myself cry on purpose, think really dark, traumatic thoughts, slap myself. Hello. I'm Jordan, the host of The Horny Housewife. Welcome back. Happy Monday. I personally love Mondays. Ship them back to school. Husband goes to work. I can breathe. I can be a lazy bitch if I want to. I can go work out and pretend like I don't have a family. I can get lost in that hour. I disassociate well, well, well. If you know, you know. And I would, I, I would say, let's be honest here. She's a little codependy. She's a clingster. She's needy. Oh, I am needy. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm going to stop going into the whisper. Let's try to stop doing that. Before I tell you about today's episode, which I know you're just holding on to your seat, waiting to hear, I want to tell you about me. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want to see. (laughs) Remember that song? I hate country music. No offense to the country music people. It's just not my thing. Yes. Do I know the words to some country songs? Dixie Chicks? Yeah. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Love you, bitches. Shania Twain. Love you. Faith Hill. Love you. But that's about it. Luke Combs. I mean, iconic. But I mean, that's, that's it. You know who's more iconic? Was Tracy Chapman. She sang Fast Car. That was her song. I'm more of like a... 90s grunge, pop, indie, alternative, acoustic indie, all of the other ones except country, pretty much. What was I going to tell? I know. My birthday. I am a turning one year older. I was going to say my age. I am turning one year older. I'm going to be 30 fucking something. At the end of September, September 27th, Libra Sun, Scorpio Rising, Virgo Moon, <laughs> You guess who has the same birthday as me? Lil Wayne. Not surprised. Not surprised. Just two cool cats. <laughs> no, but really, I have spiraled like four times about it. But, you know, I bounce back. I come back up. I'm like, I'm climbing the ladder. Someone said something really nice, but like one of the sentences in the nice was like, no, girl, like this is your peak. And uh, went on with like really nice things that I should be loving and grateful for and just compliments. But I was like, this is not the peak. This isn't the fucking peak. That means it's all downhill from here. If you're at the peak, 
then there's only down to go. So I am like a quarter of the way up the hill to the peak, okay? And I don't know about you. Some people love birthdays. I get a little blue for some odd reason. I have no idea why. I've just noticed it. I really try to change the attitude around it so that I don't feel that way, but sometimes I feel that way. This one I'm really excited for as not on my birthday. On my birthday, I will be with my family, my husband, and that's how I'd want it. I want to wake up next to the people that I love the mostest and the hostess. But daddy did a good one. He can see my mental health. He can see that I have fantasized about just driving to the airport, abandoning my car, getting in an Uber, taking me to the airport, and flying to an unknown destination. And with that, he conspired with my bestest friend, just laid it on her, trip, go on a trip with Jordan, take her the fuck away from me. Not really. (laughs) But he got tickets to Las Vegas for mommy. So mommy and her bestest friend, this is the OG since 1999, ride or fucking die. Both of us traumatized, hilarious, pretty bitches. P.S. She's single. She's single. She's a gem. She's a catch. Will she be mad I said this? I don't know. (laughs) But I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get so intoxicated. I am so excited to not care. Like with my husband, I want to wear, look fire. I want to look so fuckable, so new, so not a mom. Like she's a mom. Like no, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But when it's a girl's trip and it's someone I feel so fucking comfortable around, I don't give a fuck. I mean, yes, I'm going to look hot, duh. But I know all the mothers, all the wives out there know when they get this opportunity, which for me, first of all, this is a rarity. This isn't something that's common. I had a neighbor who like every three months was going on a girl's trip and there's a 99% Point nine. No, there's a 102% chance that she's fucking other people besides her husband. So yeah, <laughs> you know, so I'm just shooketh to my core and I'm so excited. That wasn't me shitting on girls trips. You need them for your mental fucking health. So I think I'm going to come back a new bitch. I'm going to batch some content for that weekend because I deserve it. If you're new here, I have not missed one week. There has not been one week in two and a half years that a new episode has come out. And that's not changing. Like you're still going to get a new fucking episode, but instead I'm going to record it beforehand. Usually you get me in real time, which is fun. It's fun. You can see how crazy I am at a certain time. Like, oh, she's, she's chill. She's manic. She's depressed. (laughs) You get that all in real time. It's fun. I feel like people that are listening in their car that laugh and are laughing, knowing like, yeah, I know how you feel, bitch. Those are my people. And there's some people that are like freaked out and that's okay too. That's okay. That's okay. Just hang on. It's probably the men. The men are like, how do we even listen to this? If you're new, you should go to the archive, start somewhere else and then come back here. (laughs) Don't come close to her birthday. Who is she? 
Today's episode, what are we talking about? Fantasy. It's a goodie because I did my homework and I thought it was really interesting and I thought that people, everybody would relate and then they would be able to have a conversation with their significant other about which one applied to them and then you might learn something new about your significant other or this might inspire a new way to incorporate a fantasy. And I know we all have fantasies that maybe we never want to bring to reality. Maybe it's something we want to talk about in the bedroom. Maybe it's something we want to keep locked and loaded in the vault that we just rub one out to. Or guys, spank the monkey. Does anyone say spank the monkey? Where did I hear spank the monkey for the first time is what I want to know. You know what I do know is solo podcasting is just like one long blurb of consciousness. Okay, let's get into our episode. We got some good listener questions, some bomb droppers, jaw droppers, no, bomb dropping jaw droppers, juicy little questions. Okay, let's talk sex toys. And where do I shop? I shop at Love Honey. And I'll tell you the main reason why. Air suction toys, baby. The womanizer. If you've never tried a womanizer, you are missing out. And I want you to go add to cart right now. Now, my number one grabbed toy that includes air suction is the Love Honey Indulge G-Spot. So if you've DM'd me asking, I have screenshot you that exact toy because... She's been around. I've had her for years now, and she's going strong. She's going strong. I finally have a code, so I can scream it from the mountaintop. Use my code HOUSEWIFE. Go to FreakyFam.com. You'll see the link. You'll see Love Honey. Click it or go to LoveHoney.com. Use the code HOUSEWIFE, and you will save some money on your order. Again, that link to the codes is FreakyFam.com, and it's code HOUSEWIFE, and that'll get you 15% off. Now go check out Love Honey, shop around, lingerie, sex toys, level it up. Happy shopping. Kicking it off with a bang. Here we go. Hi, I would value your opinion on this. My wife and I are both 42. When we got married, we were 25 and have two kids now. My wife is religious, and so we didn't have sex before marriage. It took nine months from getting married to consummating the marriage, and sex has always been a rarity, even before kids. It's now been a little over a year since we had sex. Before that one time it had been, I have no idea years. She doesn't enjoy sex. She doesn't get involved. No foreplay from her. No kissing. No looking at her. If I take too long, I get pushed off. If I play with her clit or G-spot, I get pushed away. She won't talk about sex. Doesn't kiss me properly during the day. Good morning or good night. Little pecs only. I try to take an interest in her, but it's like talking to a wall. What do I do? I'm ashamed to say that I've played away because I need to feel wanted, but I hate myself for having done that. Very frustrating. Okay. Now I'm probably going to upset so many women when I say this, but I feel like if that is how you're going to show up in your marriage, ladies, brutal truth here, you're almost asking him to do that. That is not realistic. It's not logical. It doesn't make sense. And if you really think that you can go a year with no physical affection in your marriage and he's supposed to just ride on through, I'm sure people are going to disagree with me. That's okay. 
I think trouble is a brewing and that you're disconnecting. Resentment is going to form, especially if you can't talk about things. I, I know that there is the events, circumstances where like someone gets really, really ill or something really, really bad happens. But if you are on the same page, you're communicating, you're making sure like, how can we stay connected? What's going to be going on during this time? Survivable. No talky-talky, no acknowledgement, just la-la land delusional. Like, duh, your husband's fucking other people. And I'm going to go as really polarizing as far as saying, I don't feel bad for you, but I digress. Let's answer his question. See, I ran away at the site of when it was getting really ugly. Okay, to this gentleman, this husband who asked the question, I don't know your part in this marriage, but if what you're saying is, if this is the narrative, it kind of sounds like she may have so much shame, confusion, just lack of identity in her sexual self. It sounds like you know, you waited for marriage. It obviously was a big obstacle after getting married. It wasn't like, you know, you dove in. It was, you know, hard losing your virginity, hurt that night, and then y'all were just little rabbits, just ready to fuck, 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 because you saved yourself and you lived according to your values. No hate on that, whatever. No hate. I think there's plenty of people who have married as virgins who have a wonderful, great sex life and no complaints. But you have like the worst possible scenario that you could have. That's not funny, but it sucks. And it sounds like you have a very unwilling partner and it would be a shame if it's due to shame for her. She's doing herself a disservice. I don't even think she knows. I think there's a huge undoing that needs to happen for her and you'll never be able to do this for her. This will have to be her making a conscious, intentional decision to start the undoing or to start looking at sex and how she experiences it and what she participates in vocalizes about changes and she makes little shifts and she's open-minded. If she's no, no open-minded, no, no willingness, it sounds like you have really tough decisions to make, like at what cost, what is it worth, et cetera. But if I were you, because I would want to have integrity. I feel like I would need to be able to sleep at night. So I would have to have this conversation and be brutal, like fucking brutal. Like be like, how do you expect me to feel? Like I'll share with you how I feel, but I just want to know what you think, how you think I should handle this situation because I feel like I should tread lightly. I don't even know how to go about it. The questions you have, the confusion, the doubts, vocalizing them makes you look human because you are one, but it makes, it allows her to have empathy in the situation and then be able to tell her part. So vulnerable, be vulnerable. I'm not saying sit down and go, babe, I literally want to and do fuck other people and I can't live like this. No, it could start with a miss kissing you. Or you know what? I wish we kissed more. I wish I felt closer to you. I often find myself longing for a certain type of physical affection and intimacy that I think as husband and wife, we are entitled. We should. We're worthy of having. Write that down. Say that shit. That was good. 
Also, side note, God forbid you got caught cheating. You're the bad guy forever and ever, dude. Like, it's not going to matter what led you up to the uh, stepping out. You're going to be known by the in-laws, by your children, by your friends, the guy who stepped out. And so you need to fucking address this at home. You need That's being a man. That is being a man. That is being leader. I wasn't just saying I totally, you know, I, I kind of did a little bit, that you were entitled to go step out. I just think being realistic is knowing that men often do choose the easier instant gratification option, and that is going and getting what they want elsewhere. Doesn't mean it's right. I'm not, it's not right. It's not. It's fucked up. And you know it. That's why you're ashamed to say it. But it's also fucked up to completely neglect and blow off basic needs in your marriage. But two wrongs do not make a right. So hopefully all of the people that were massively triggered by me somewhat defending his actions, I hope you stayed and hung on and heard that. I do not condone cheating. I just think you have to be realistic with the type of world we live in and men. Be realistic about men. I want men to be realistic about women. Wives, I know you know it. If your man never loved you in a way that you felt loved, just was not showing up for you in the way you wanted, didn't help you do shit, did never validated you, didn't seem interested, never initiated all these things, you would be like, get the fuck on. Or like, duh, Pedro doing the front yard shirtless with an eight pack who adores me and calls me senorita. I think that's just princessa, whatever. I'm eating that shit up because Mr. Head of the Household isn't filling my love tank whatsoever. So I think we, we both are able to have expectations of the other. And when it's not happening, which, hey, we can have grace for, we can have empathy for, we can have understanding for, but then you have to do something about it or it'll just get worse and blow up in your fucking face. So let's land the plane and I say you need to do something about it. Talk to her. That's going to require giant set of balls and who knows what will pan out. I don't know the response you're going to get. I would suggest going in it with an open mind. You want to receive an open mind. So go in with one because if you go in and you're like, I know exactly what's going to happen and it might go that way, but I dare you to have a little bit of faith, just a little bit of see what happens, see how it goes, and then deal with your situation at base value. Okay, moving on to question number two. I enjoy performing oral sex when I initiate it with my wife Her willingness to allow me is hit or miss. I thought maybe I just wasn't good at it, so I sought out a coach. I now have a standing appointment every two weeks to practice my skills. I enjoy learning from her. Recently, I was able to make my coach climax in just a few minutes. When I used my newfound skills on my wife, she had an amazing orgasm. Later, she started asking questions about where I learned how to do that. I told her online, I don't like keeping secrets, really, but feel like she will view my coaching sessions as cheating. No, fucking, I don't have a romantic relationship with my coach and view our sessions as just that. Is it cheating? <laughs> Should I tell her or just end the sessions and never mention it? <laughs> I wish I could say your name. Let's call you something. Let's call you 
Peter. Peter, 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 Peter. Peter. Fuck Peter. Jesus, Peter. Okay, so is this real? <laughs> is this a real question? I'm not shaming you. This is making you feel shame. No, I'm just, my mind is blown because I didn't know that coaching services like this existed. Is this on Craigslist? Is this a like, I'm sure not a licensed pussy eating coach where her body, is this sanitary? Did you, did she take an SDID test before? Do you know she's clean? Was there a dental dam? I have so many questions. But I suppose that is besides the point. I will just say, I have to say, I have to fucking say, I feel like there could have been an alternative. Like you could have taken a course on Beducated. You could have gotten Google. You could have bought one of those like silicone legs and pussy, like a, a sex doll one, or one that is just the pussy and legs that has a very detailed pussy and really practice, practiced on your wife practiced and got better on your wife like sought out skills tools and educated like shows you a whole fucking videos so it's not like you're having to guess locations you're really able to see exactly what's going on so then you would just have to mimic it and then you could have gauged the interest from your wife because your wife and your coach your coach fuck that I'm not calling her that I want to meet her I want to meet that bitch I want to talk to that bitch your wife and that bitch don't have the same vulva. I, I wonder if you're like offended that I'm calling her that bitch. Your wife and her don't have the same vagina, vulva, clitoral hood, clit, they, oh, none of it. Okay. And so what might work for her and is just A plus out of this world might not for another woman, but I know you're saying generally that she got it down. So and wrap that shit up. You need an 86, no bueno, maybe have a little deeper understanding of what deception is because cheating would be count as anything that you can't risk, have, new way, she can't know, it's a secret, don't tell my wife, that's cheating. That's cheating. So yes, you kind of did, and I can kind of see her POV of how that would be bad. So log this info, stop what you're doing, and never do that again. Never, ever, ever. No more practice on them coaches. Sounds like a cool job. Not really. Sounds non-hygienic, to be completely honest. Moving onward, last question. A guy I've been dating for the last three years finally told me he does not want to be monogamous. I had a feeling. He told me he doesn't want to have a relationship with anyone else but me. He just wants to be able to step out when he wants to. He said if I was not okay with it, that he would try to respect that and not act on his impulses. He says what we have is very special and he doesn't want to ruin that. A year later, I decided we should try the swinging lifestyle. It ended up being something that I actually enjoyed, and I hoped that it would give him the chance to be with other women like he wanted, and that that would satisfy his urges. Do you think I'm naive to think that he will remain faithful to me? He loves flirting with other women, but has not acted on it. 
Okay, so I am a little confused. I wonder if they are swinging and hooking up with other people or if they are just like hanging out in that crowd, watching it, watching other people do it, going about it other ways. It kind of sounds like that because she said he's not acted on it. So I do think you already know the answer to your question. I think he, and he seems like he's been very transparent about where he stands. Now, I could tell you like my opinion and what works for me, but this isn't for me. This is for you because I would really eye roll at the part of, I don't want to be monogamous. Like I like you, but if someone comes along that I want to bang, like I want to do that. So I guess you have to determine what kind of relationship you want to be in. And I know this is really, 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 really hard, but as much as you can, like intentionally fucking try it. I think your heart will cry out the answer first. If you were not with this person, I want you to try so hard to remove him from the question equation factor and ask yourself what your ideal relationship looks like. Is it the swinger lifestyle? Is it open or is it monogamous? Maybe you're like, you know, I love to be monogamous and then have fun, wild, crazy nights. That's still like monogamous. You have to be on the same page with someone. And it seems like you're kind of on different pages or maybe you were pressured into being more promiscuous than you wanted to be. So I think really having a look inward, come to Jesus moment with yourself of what you want, because if you're just going along with this and kind of settling with what you're doing, you're going to get resentful. It's, I think it'll not end how you want. I think it's kind of like keeping you around until the next best thing presents itself or I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in your situation and you deserve to be happy. If he makes you really happy and you go to sleep and you're happy and you feel safe, safe, because we don't always feel happy, right? Feelings are fleeting. Seasons, blah, 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 blah. but do you feel safe? Do you feel safe in your relationship and you know like this is the person you want to build a life with? If yes is the answer, I feel like... Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can navigate so much, but if you are on different pages, want different things, have different boundaries, and this person doesn't respect your boundaries or is constantly manipulating you to maybe reframe them, push them, then that would be you turning the other cheek. So you're the one who knows this answer, not me, truthfully. 
And I don't want you to forget that this sucks, but you can't make a person be a certain way for you. It doesn't, it's not sustainable. That person has to want to be like that for another additional reason besides just you. It has to be like to better themselves. They agree, like they want to live this way. They want this lifestyle. It just won't last. It won't last. I wish it did, but it most likely... 98% chance won't. And don't you dare spend any time trying to convince yourself you're in that 2%. I shouldn't have even gave that 2%. But yeah, listen to your heart (laughs) when he's calling. Okay. F is for the way you fuck me. A is for the way you ass play me. N is na na naughty. T is titties and S is slutty. Y is because I'm a traumatized bitch. Swear to God, made that on the spot. Okay, I just had to regain composure. Lied, I hit my weed pin. Okay, seven most common sexual fantasies. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Fantasies are normal people. Duh, we all have them. So last week we talked about arousal, kind of what gets your juices going, gets you wet, gets you hard, turned on, ready to go. And fantasy is a little diff-diff. You know that. You all got your little dirty thoughts that you have, and they can range. There's a spectrum, right? So we're going to go over the most common fantasies. They can go into one of six categories, and maybe you've got a bunch of them. Maybe you identify with three. Maybe one, you just hardcore relate. This will be fun to listen to together as a couple. Great combo starter. Great like, ooh, which one, which one are you into? Oh, you're into that? Oh, I didn't know that. I'm doing the legwork for you. I'm taking the awkward out of it. I will absorb the awkward. The more we talk about this shit, the less weird it is, okay? And you're married or you're together, you're a couple. And so, hey, this is just adding a little spice, kicking it up, getting vulnerable. You're connecting. This is intimacy. So before we begin, I want to tell you what this information is based on. I read, I did my homework, and this is... The information from a 4,000 plus person survey, 350 questions done in 2018, internationally recognized sex educator Justin LaMiller, PhD, concluded that there are six main fantasy themes. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about. It's also worth noting that there are three categories, usually a fantasy, those we keep to ourselves, those we want to share to incorporate into the bedroom talk about it, have dialogue around it, use it to get fucking horny. And then the type that you would actually like to do IRL. And with that being said, I know the first one, keeping to yourself. I think there are some people that would go, I I feel fine sharing all of mine. And maybe some of we us don't. I think it's worth looking at why. Is it shame? Is it fear? Probably, most likely so something, food for thought, something to work on, challenge yourself with maybe. Okay, let's get to the the categories. First one, multi-partner sex. No surprise here. This is a, I think like one of the top 
porn searches. People use this type of material to get really fucking aroused. Someone who likes the whole thought of I'm the star of the show and I've got all these people just sucking, fucking, licking on me, visual stimulation, sensory overload. Maybe it's a threesome, orgy, gangbang, whatever, sensory overload. Maybe it's just really naughty, taboo, and so foreign and for some reason really arouses you. So for a lot of people, this fantasy is super, super common and just falls into that one or two category. They don't feel that urge, any inclination, in- inclination, inclination <laughs> to bring this to a reality. It's just not, they're not missing sleep. They're not upset. They're not longing, aching. They're just cool with it. And how you can incorporate this, you can be saying, hey, I've been thinking it might be hot to talk through this fantasy of you fucking another dude while I DP you or with you with another woman while I'm eating you out and you climax to that. What do you think? What do you think? And for those couples that are like, we really might think this is super fucking hot to do in real life. I could see myself getting off to you doing that with whoever, blah, 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 blah. Good thing we live in a society that it seems like that's pretty accessible these days. So I don't think you'll have any trouble. I think it'll be more about boundaries, what's acceptable, what's not, timing, location, you know, the the admin <laughs> behind it. Next is power control or rough sex. I think lots of women are like raising their hands. Yes, me, 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 me. And plenty of dudes are like, sign me up. I'm here, ready. They're the daddies. They're the zaddy daddies. With this one, you can thank S&M by Rihanna, 50 Shades of Grey, all the things. Uh, you can include BDSM, kind of an exchange, a consensual exchange of power in a sexual or non-sexual way. Sadism and masochism, which is Rihanna, bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission make up the second most popular fantasy today. So very, very common. You're not weird. Let's get real raw and talk about rape fantasy. I think this would fall under this category. Some people shy away from this conversation, but not here. I think, I know people that have this fantasy and Although I've heard from some women that it does come from a source of trauma in their life, that that's not what this is about at all. They have a conversation with their partner. They tell them what they like and how they go about it, safe word, whatever. And it's a consensual between two people, both consenting to partake in the rape fantasy. So if that's y'all's jam and y'all are both down, willing, consenting, know what's going on. You're not bad people. You're not weird. There's a lot of people like you. When I was doing my homework, I read a quote and I'll paraphrase. He was saying that this type of play, it requires a lot of trust, radical trust. It's a vulnerable type of play. And just that is so arousing. Now, how can you incorporate if you fall in the power control rough sex category. Big one, right? Huge spectrum. It could be simple, like just a blindfold, handcuffs, not even hardcore ones, just a little ropey rope, a soft, a velvety, spanking, or it could be more extreme, BDSM, needle play, all kinds of, all kinds of things. And now in real life, you'll have to define the scene 
know what the fantasy is, communicate it with your partner, agree on a safe word, decide the rules, have boundaries, and check in. You're good to go. Okay, moving on. Novelty, adventure, and variety. This would be sex on the beach, joining the Mile High Club, kind of like the un- the unknown, the ooh, the trying something for the first time and getting that adrenaline rush and that arousal is directly connected, correlated with that adrenaline. So in long-term relationships and in marriage particular, keeping novelty alive, the spice, is huge, is paramount for fighting the bedroom blues, the boredom, and having an active sex life. So this kind of can reignite the passion. Great idea. And incorporating at IRL, what to do about it. What's novel for you might not be for him or her. And so it can look very different. It can vary. So let's play out both examples. Say you really want your man to eat you out more or whatever it is. Tell him, you look so sexy in between my legs. Do you want to taste me the next time we do that? Or how do you feel about exploring doggy style? I love when you're inside of me and that view just, okay. And then say you want to have sex exactly how you're having sex, but you want to do it outside. You want to go somewhere else. Ask if they're down. Like, does that interest you? I'm into that. And then it had this little note that's like, doing it outside is illegal. This is the horny housewife. And, you know, do what you got to do and be safe. Be safe. Don't do it at a park. Okay. Don't like get, you don't want to be on the sex offenders list. I think if you pee, right? Like you can't do anything near children. You will go to jail. So be careful. That was what I had to add. Okay, next, next category, non-monogamy. This would be open relationships, polyamory, swinging. And it surprised me when I read this because I'm like, fantasy? Like, isn't this something like it's more of a lifestyle? But it turns out, according to this survey and research, that a lot of people do masturbate and fantasize with their partner even, living out non-monogamy. So there's also cuckolding where your partner lets you have sex with someone else, but only if you can watch or hear about it. And I think there's like a cuck and a stag and different definitions. I don't know. I don't live that lifestyle. I just dream about it. Just kidding. But I hear about it and it sounds like there's different roles. And it said that less than 0.5% of people said cheating, being unfaithful, or like committing adultery was arousing to them. So... All you 0.5% freaks out there, out there, no shame, have no shame. Now this one on the what to do about it, how to incorporate it IRL part is a little more loaded because you kind of got to see where these desires come from and there's nothing wrong with having a conversation uh, about the why, the incorporation, like what this would look like, how do you feel, but then Maybe this would be a time to get a third-party perspective. Go to therapy, get help, just kidding. But no, really, it could mean something bigger, especially if you're unhappy and you're feeling like turning outside of yourself will be what you're looking for and finally bring you some satisfaction. That's different than feeling like we're healthy, we're on top of this, we're rocking it out, communication one hundo. And it's an evolution. So you really have to have clarity on the reality. 
Okay, we got to get to our next one. Taboo, forbidden, licking armpits, feet, worshiping leather. That was on there. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. Also, voyeurism, which is watching people engage sexually without their knowledge or consent. And exhibitionism, exposing one's genitals while others look on, sometimes with, sometimes without their consent. And I think that also can look like just fucking in public. I don't think it has to be these super forbidden definitions that were given, but some people have these taboo, forbidden, naughty, no, no, ain't happening. That's illegal fantasies. If this is you, you could maybe get some mirrors. Watch yourself. Go to a sex club. Go to a sex party. Find you a consenting partner that will role play with a voyeur or exhibitionist. And that can help you explore a similar sensation. Next category was passion and romance. So getting a little softer, we're taking it down a few notches. All the ladies that love to read the smut books or, you know, you just get into the rom-coms or the romance movies. I feel like any millennial woman who grew up with the Disney princess movies, this is our jam. This is our shit. Long walks on the beach, candlelit dinners, eye contact during lovemaking, making sweet, sweet, sweet loved. The fantasy of being desired, intimate, romantic, treated like a goddamn fucking princess. That's what I want. Romantic gestures show that I care. I'm investing time in this. I'm putting effort. I'm spending money. I'm showing you that I love you a significant amount. Is this sick? No. The other ones I could have called sick. Okay. I guess we could look at all of them and lead them back to sickness. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. If you find yourself fantasizing about passion and romance, it might be because you're feeling underappreciated behind closed doors. So if you are like, you know what, we're not spending so much time together. I feel like he does not even know my fucking love languages. This could go vice versa. Sorry. Talk to them. Tell them, you know what, I'm really into the eye contact or I want more time to connect. I want some date nights. We need to schedule some more time to get in fucking sync. So now that we've gone over these categories, you may feel like, hmm, I identify with some of those or I'm curious. I'd be willing to explore that one a little more. Or maybe your partner and you had different ones and you're like, oh, okay. So what now? What can you do? Or maybe you're out there and you're like, you know what? I don't really know what gets me going. I haven't really explored any of that really. That would be surprising that you didn't listen to this podcast. But okay, what you could do is you could read erotica, see what stories get you going and what stories give you the ick or make your eyes roll or you just have no interest. But give them all, give all the genres a whirl and you might be surprised to join the Patreon. I really mix it up there. I diversify it. That is a fabulous way. Great Patreon plug. Wonderful. <laughs> it's true. Lots of people find it great foreplay and even for myself, some stories I'm like so into and some stories it's not my jam, but then I'll get comments of people like, I love that shit. So everyone has their own thing. Also porn, you can, if you want to watch porn with your partner by your fucking self, you can explore like, oh my God, I had no idea 
that I was going to want to touch myself to that, but I did. I did. What do I think about this? Make sure you have grace on yourself. Make sure you give yourself a chance. Don't judge yourself. Kind of just hold space for it if something surprises you. Another reminder, which I've already mentioned, is to not assume your partner has the same fantasies as you. And when you do have these kind of conversations, I urge you to maybe look for where there is a possible overlap, even if it's really small, and you can kind of start in that area and put your desires together in a way that works for both of you. And you could take turns. So maybe they have an erotic interest that doesn't interest you whatsoever, but y'all have negotiated or decided or agreed that you're going to take turns in this week or this time is going to be about what they're really into. You're going to role play that. You're going to talk about that. Go with that. And then the following time, it's going to be your choice, your call. And sometimes that's kind of like incentivizes the other person to be like, I'll be willing. They're going to be willing. So I'm going to be willing. And you can have boundaries and check in and and be like, no, if you really fucking hated something, like just say no, stop. At the very, very, very beginning of this conversation, you should agree not to criticize each other and just kind of be open and curious about what you find to be a turn on for them. And then trying to understand without judgment that just that say you never act on it say it's like so not someone's thing just holding space for it just receiving it without judgment ugh, will truly add to your connection when your partner doesn't feel judged and just accepted by you new level unlocked i promise just that will level up the intensity the sexual intensity chef's kiss i hope some part of this topic of the hour inspired or created some conversation. And next week, ladies and gentle bucks, I've got Amy and April from Shameless Sex on the podcast. And we really talked about some good shit, some shit I've n- never talked about on the podcast. I feel like I'm having new conversations and I'm so thrilled to bring them to you. So we got like heavy in the beginning talking about shame. The girls went really personal. I mean, we were talking about what it's like for people with certain STI statuses and what letting go of that shame looks like and how you live a life with shameless sex, having shameless sex and being proud of who you are and loving your body and loving yourself. It was so good. And these two ladies, once you hear their credentials, you will know that, hell yeah, we talked about sex toys and those are the girls that you talk to sex toys about because they know everything. It is their passion. It is their work. It is their job. They know every single thing, all the things. So we deep dived on toys, men, women, get your notes app out, get a pen and paper. You are not going to want to miss it. So make sure you're subscribed. If you liked today's episode, subscribe, leave five stars, write a review. Helps me so, so much. If you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a rating. If you're on Apple podcast, please write a review. It helps me so, so, so much. And check that you're subscribed. The links to the Patreon and my merch and my website and the Ask Anonymous, all the things, my Instagram at underscore the horny housewife podcast that will all be in the episode notes. And I will see you all next week. Love you long time. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.